Hello everyone and welcome back to Thriving Grace. We are back with another podcast and we are sadly and also kind of excitingly on our last episode of the final one virtuous women series which is fun and exciting for what we're going on to next but it's sad Mm because i've been really enjoying it yeah me too we've got to start with my question before we dive back we just have to (laughs) and i was thinking about this just a second ago and i was thinking how i wanted it to be something to do with that we're about to be in December because that's okay. all I can think about. It's all that's getting me through. Mm. And I just want to know what is the one thing you're most excited about for December? Mm. It's a tricky mm. one. There's lots of things. It is. There's lots to be excited for. I also want you to think a bit outside the box. Don't just go for the classic. Oh, I'm this excited for Christmas. I want something yeah. niche. I think that closer is I've booked like a drive-through cinema. Ooh. to go see love actually which is a classic christmas film so i'm very excited for that but that is quite early in december mm-hmm. um i think outside of the box so i'm actually in self-isolation because my housemate has coronavirus and my release date is in december so i cannot <laughs> wait for that that would be it that's my answer what about no, yours i have two mine is mm-hmm just having the christmas decorations up because it makes me so happy yeah but also my second one which isn't my usually like but that one's like always my favorite kind of thing thing i look forward to the most whereas this is new and just this year i've been really excited for my advent calendar i've only got like an exciting one but i'm just really Mm. excited about the prospect of every morning waking up and having some chocolate and yeah also have like your classic one that you buy from the store but Mm. then we also have two that we fill ourselves with chocolate and nice so i basically have three doses in the morning and it's i love that what advent calendar did you go for this year so if i just had one that i bought from a shop i'd definitely go more exuberant with my choice (laughs) um but i just went for the classic cadbury one good choice strong choice yeah i did so bless her my mum sent me money to go get myself an advent calendar because i'm not seeing her before then and i thought oh it's the first year i actually get to choose my own so i had a look around and like looked at all the bougie ones like you know like the lindor ones and stuff Mm. like that and i was like you know what i don't think it'd be christmas without the classic cabris so i just went for the cabris again oh did you (laughs) (laughs) that was so funny i could have really treated myself i like to bring have the ones that's like the same every year nostalgic Mm. amazing so we like we said we are going to be carrying on well finishing our series with of the virtuous woman in proverbs 31 um i'm really sad but i'm excited because Mm. it's been a good series Mm. um and this week we are looking at the verses 28 to 31 so what we'll do as we always have done is i'll read through that now and then we'll go through it verse by verse how does that sound sounds amazing (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the enthusiasm um okay so we'll start with verse 28 her children stand and bless her her husband praises her there are many virtuous and capable women in the world but you surpass them all charm is deceptive and beauty does not last but a woman who fears the lord will be greatly praised reward her for all she has done let her deeds publicly declare her praise right so i think this might be a short one because I think these need to be clumped together but 28 and 29 I feel like need to come together so her children stand and bless her her husband praises her there are many virtuous and capable women in the world but you surpass them all Mm. 
vibes what you think him i just love the second half of that bit there are many virtuous and capable women in the world but you surpass them all and obviously i feel like you can take that in any direction like how you interpret that but for me i really interpret it of like that there are some cracking women out there in this world Mm-hmm. but when you have the lord on your side and when you're doing it when you're when your virtue yeah. and your capabilities <laughs> um come from the lord that's what makes you like surpassable and i don't think for me it's not necessarily in a way of like oh it makes you superior in any way mm-hmm. but it's like a different sense of you surpass them all because you're a lot more fulfilled if you know what I mean. yeah a hundred percent yeah and I think also what's good to note about this phrase is that it is in quotation marks so it's actually Mm. saying that her husband and her children are saying this about her and I think knowing that it's her children and husband saying that yeah it's like to them she is the most virtuous and the most capable because that's how she treats them Mm. and she like invests in her family that's all I think from that anything else to add so the one that Ellie read is from the NLT in mine it says in verse 28 her children arise and call her blessed and I think what I really love about it is the idea that her children arise and this sense of that like she's this woman who like really brings up her children and that her children are really following on from her footsteps and are like following with what she's done yeah I think you're like how your children become is such a testament to the person that raised them 100% um and I think obviously like I'm not a mum you're not a mum like (laughs) you don't have to take it in that way like it you can be I don't know like I feel like in the church they've quite often referred to people as like parents but like you don't have to be parents or your biological children it's just like are you mentoring someone and actually Mm. like is the way you're living a life set an example for those people Mm. and actually like I don't know are you rubbing off on them in that way because this wise woman obviously did yeah Um, yeah I love that um so verse 30 I love this one charm is deceptive and beauty does not last but a woman who fears the lord will be greatly praised mm. it's all about identity and throughout the whole passage like the virtuous woman strikes me as someone she knows who mm. she is she knows her identity is in god and like this particular verse it reminds me of actually i was listening to my mate's podcast um they're called we <laughs> out here providing love it but my yeah so uh, two of my mates and they brought on a special guest another one of my mates Kate and she is great and she was talking about how society encourages us to put our identity in how we look mm. who we're dating all these things that are just so temporary that they're gonna disappoint mm. and they're gonna cause an identity crisis at some point in some age mm. um but actually like here you see the virtuous woman and you see examples throughout the bible of women who they put their identity not in their like physical aspects mm. but actually in the lord and i think here the virtuous woman is definitely giving us a little secret of how not mm. to live by this world's standards and how to not i don't know cause ourselves an identity crisis mm. further down the line because while she is beautiful she is putting her identity in the lord because it is so permanent it's not going to change yeah and so actually she's not later down the line when that mm. beauty goes it just yeah it doesn't change yeah i um, love that she's so good as well about how you were saying about that society pulls us to base our worth and our value into kind of relationships and everything as well and actually reading this I think because I've been going through this this year well both me and Ellie have been like having lots of conversations about relationships all this thing we don't talk oh gosh (laughs) um I've been thinking a lot about it and like I think when you are single you think about 
what you want in a relationship that's normal mm. but I think even more so I've been really trying to be intentional with those thoughts rather than just being like quite flippant with it mm. um and I think reading this I was actually a bit like obviously society really pulls us into like basing our worth into like boys and into relationships and yeah everything like that but actually she shows us what it's like to have a really like godly relationship and Mm. not just with her husband but with people around her and with her children and everything mm. and that's really important but it's like not putting your worth into it and I think yeah that's the thing where like sometimes it's the line that can be blurred and I think mm-hmm. reading this, I'm like actually that's the thing that's really important of it's so amazing to have really godly relationships um, yeah. and to have a really godly marriage and that's to be the thing that we kind of want to have yeah and everything but not putting our self-worth into that but actually mm-hmm. it being important because the relationship's important and because the person's important to us but not because yeah how you feel in that relationship yeah is important, yeah I, you know what I mean yeah I think it all comes down to like what is constant and I mm-hmm. think if you think you're worthy of a relationship because you're beautiful well that's going to change and I don't know like there are going to be days when you don't feel beautiful Mm -hmm. so you're going to be like oh do I like do I am I worthy of this relationship Mm -hmm. like like is this person am I good enough for this person yeah Yeah, exactly and actually like what I've been working on is actually like no like I deserve this relationship because I am a like daughter of God like I'm this this and this and these are all things that Mm -hmm. will never change and that is why am I right Mm -hmm. why like I could be deserving of this yeah and like I don't know I just the virtuous woman just strikes me as someone who's got this so down yeah 100% and I think as well once you have a really strong self-worth without obviously being arrogant and cocky and all that stuff Mm. but having that really strong value on yourself and Mm. that into into God rather than society you can have such deeper relationships and such better relationships because that's where like doubt starts to creep in is if you start doubting yourself is when you start doubting relationships and I think until you get that that's when you can then have a really strong relationship yeah 31 reward her for all she has done let her deeds publicly declare her praise 31 there is such an emphasis on like she will be rewarded for what she has done Mm. when she gets to heaven but actually like when she is doing good works like it's about that whole thing of like you know like not boasting and you know, praising God in private and stuff like that. And actually, like, when her deeds are public, actually, it's so, so important that she does point the finger and goes, like, this is what God's done and just not taking the glory for it and always giving the glory back to God. I think there's such an importance in that. And there's such a humility in that. You've got to be pretty humble to be like, you know what, actually, this wasn't me. This was God. And I think as a human, it's so tempting and, like, desirable to take that glory and mm. to be like, oh, yeah, that was me. But actually, like, there is such a humility and a strength in being like, you know what, that was God and yeah, praise and God for that. God. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I just really like how it says, let her deeds publicly declare her praise. And it's mm. that sense of it goes from reward her to it going back to just always being about praise and praising God and I think that's just the really key thing to remember is really centering it around that yeah yeah and I think also like I guess I've read it in one way but I think you can read it another way of like um Francis of Assisi I'm theology student here throwing out some quotes um he said something and I know I'm gonna screw up his quote but he's essentially said it was essentially something like evangelize and if necessary if necessary use words and how actually like 
our best way of evangelizing our best way of glorifying god is actually normally through our actions and mm. like for her it's not let her words publicly declare her praise although yes how she probably is praising god with her words but mm. actually it's like her actions and mm. like how is she making her actions praise god mm. and i just i just i see her in the village you know looking after the kids doing everyone's cleaning i just see her doing that and i feel that's what we should be doing but yeah. like a modern day version yeah definitely amazing wow yeah. oh bittersweet it is bittersweet being over but exciting for what we've got planned next yes definitely and moving into that if you want to you know we're going to send out a little teaser of what is to come next um so make sure you're following our instagram at thrive.in.grace yeah to find out more you'll be the first to know see you next week Bye. bye